listening to I Feel For You, a podcast and sometimes oral pleasure zone where we ponder and chew the cud of life and all its wonder and delicious weirdness. I'm Dion, a creative coach, yoga, movement and meditation teacher, writer, event sharer, and most of all, human being, trying to navigate this life thing with as much grace and pizzazz as I can muster, sharing stories and embracing the cringe, the beauty and the messy delight along the way, because, you know, I'm not very graceful, but that's okay. I enjoy feelings and connecting with good people, so thank you for being here. I appreciate you. Today, we're talking about fear, specifically in relation to that scary as hell thing you want to do, but keep putting off because you're scared. I'll be sharing a guide to dealing with the stuff that scares you so that you can go out there and get on with it. So this episode is for those of you who have yet to heed the call of a guttural yearning that you keep ignoring. Maybe you feel stuck as how the hell you're ever going to make this dream happen or maybe you feel overwhelmed with fear at where to even start. So I'm going to share some things that have helped me on my 33 year accounting journey and I really hope that I can save you some time with that so do cozy up with me and let's face this fear together come take my hand I've got you you've got this we've got this hello my darlings how goes it Are we still officially in spooky season? Is that a thing now, spooky season? I mean, to be honest, the world that we live in right now can often feel like a scary place. And I don't tend to celebrate Halloween anymore. And I mean, I don't know if I ever really did, although I am partial to a bit of fancy dress. Of course, you know me, you know Ethel, my alter ego. If not, meet her in a previous episode. These days, my Halloween celebrations tend to be based more around Netflix and other platforms to watch films that I love, that feel more like an escapism from this world that we live in, as opposed to a hyper-real reality. Is that the same thing? I don't know. Films like The Love Witch, have you seen that? Um, My Sumptuous Colour Aesthetic Junkies, you're going to love it if you haven't seen it. Do recommend. Um, What other scary films do I love? Carrie, classic. Does she count? Loving her energy, mate, big time. Um, But you know what? I made a blog post of faves just for you. So I've updated all of my favourite scary films since last year and I'm going to link you to them in the show notes, okay? So if you're interested, head to ifeelforyoupodcast.com. This is episode 22, so I'll put all of the links in there so you can get hold of them. So think of it as a belated spooky season gift for use at any time. Sound good? And maybe you can let me know what your favourite scary films are too, because I'd love to know. You can tag me, maybe on Instagram or something. I don't know. Hashtag I feel for you podcast. That was off the top of my head and really unimaginative. (laughs) I know that's a mouthful. So open to suggestions there Um, or message me on socials. I took a few weeks off of Instagram because I was hosting a gorgeous gaggle of humans in my most recent program, Take Care of You Autumn, which was divine. Let me tell you. Okay, tangent alert. You know me, guys. 
here I go, off. But truly, dedicating a month to being more intentional and focused on self-care and creativity has been such a treat and so very necessary. And, you know, this stuff isn't about just doing it for a month and then leaving it behind. Hopefully not, right? It's not just temporary. These are tools that we can apply to our lives, like seasoning whenever we feel like it, as and when. So, anyway... I'm appreciative of that group coaching gang and we had a lot of fun times and unhinged live hangouts, sometimes with my terrible organ playing. But, you know, I do come with a warning, right? Those of you that are new here, hi. Maybe you'll get used to me, maybe not. Um, I appreciate you being here anyway. (laughs) So yeah, tag me on Instagram or Twitter or wherever you lurk and let me know if you're listening to the show because I love to hear from you. I love your insights, your feels, your vibes. It's all gravy. And I never actually said that phrase before and it's really taking me back to my post-garage years. Can we say that? Um, The end of my garage days, uh, which featured a lot of millennial attire. And I don't mean millennial in a sense that it's used now. I mean late 90s, early noughties fashion. Think silver, chainmail, Ricky Martin and Jennifer Lopez and Tony Braxton music videos. Specifically, he wasn't man enough for me. Um, The best. Oh, you want more reminiscing moments, darling? Okay, well, I made a beefy blog post about the noughties to, in in fact, specifically the year 2000. So do come and jump into my time machine and head to my show notes for a story time from the year 2000. Yeah, I know. Okay, so any more tangents before we jump in? Um, Perhaps a little warning that I'm especially unhinged because I've just got back from another Whistle Stop Norway trip. This time the sun was shining and it was of course freezing and defo winter there, but it was summer in my heart. Why? Because I got to be outside in the glorious nature and up on the mountains. And yeah, check out my Instagram for more of that. I'm Dion with seven underscores. Yeah, I know, extra. And I also got to bump into a very special Fienendama very randomly in town in Bergen. Nothing is ever really random, is it? It was meant to be. So shout out to the glorious Hilde Egelskere, Sersnati Bergen. Sorry for my terrible Norwegian, but Basically, I'm stoked because I get to go back to Bergen soon, back to this pocket of beauty and spend quality time in movement explorations later this month. So I'll be back in Bergen in a couple of weeks for my winter workshops. And they're called Reclaim Your Time, which is a gracious nod to Auntie Maxine, of course. And they are yoga and movement and meditation and creativity workshops that are so dear to my heart. I go back every year to do these as well as the autumn and the spring And these are intended to be a big dollop of inspiration and basically like a big warm hug to sustain us during the winter season. And every day, it's so exciting because I'm connecting with people who are joining and they're emailing to let me know. And I'm just so excited. I'm like clapping ridiculously here. Sorry about that. And it's just so fantastic. So folks who are local, folks who are flying in from other countries, and I'm just so, so grateful. And I can't wait to meet you on the floor. Yes, here's two cosy times. So the tickets are going quickly now. So do get in touch if you want to join us. Head to dion.space or just head to the show notes. And you're so welcome. 
And of course, do pass the info on to anyone you think might want to join us too, because I don't want anyone to miss out who has been thinking about it or maybe didn't know that they were going on. I know I'm not great on publicising things. I get so shy and embarrassed and it's ridiculous and I need to get over myself. But please know that you're welcome. This is not like a secret club thing everybody is welcome whether you're new it's your first time or like you're seasoned whatever that means what kind of spice what kind of seasoning would I have I don't know I think there'd be some like um something a bit like spicy I I enjoy I enjoy nutmeg Uh, maybe I'd have a bit of scotch bonnet you know what I mean? I think that, yeah, anyway, I'm going down a rabbit hole. But head to my site, dion.space, to get all of the info and the booking details. I cannot wait. Okay, okay. So are we ready to talk about the scary stuff? Shall we, my darling? Come wonder with me. So this piece that I'm sharing was originally published in my weekly digest in May 2017. And if you want to get my digest, which is essentially a love note that reaches your inbox with inspo and like gallons of tools and self-care nuggets that you can use for free, you can sign up dion.space forward slash digest. And you can also get a version of this, a transcript of this episode with extra nibbles via the show notes, darling. So head to dion.space forward slash podcast or ifeelforyoupodcast.com. So last year, I went on my first writing retreat. And it was with one of my favourite writers, Colin Grant, who I've bigged up on here before. I've mentioned him in the podcast because he's a Don. But aside from that, let me add some perspective here. Never before have I ever prioritised writing, i.e. indulging in a weekend retreat where I'm talking, thinking, breathing and doing just that, writing. Yet I've wanted to write since I was five years old. And I'm now 38. What? I know. For years, it's taken a backseat, a secret obsession. Notebooks galore, chunky on the shelf, taunting me with all the stories, and quite possibly all the bad grammar too. And of course, my crab toe script. That's what they used to call bad handwriting at school in the Caribbean, by the way. You know, crab toe, like a crab has a pen in its hand. Anyway, so writing's always been my thing, you know, the thing that family and teachers thought I'd do. I even worked as a journalist for a while, respect to journalists, because that stuff is hard as hell and I didn't enjoy it. Not because it's not a good job, just that I found it really difficult, babes. I also realised I found it really (laughs) mathsy, like lot of maths and I wanted to digress into random tangents with bodaciously ostentatious descriptive dreamscapes but instead I had to chop off my most favourite part of the writing process and make things more matter of fact not always but just in the jobs that I had anyway fiction well fact fiction which is a new genre that I just in this moment invented what do you think was and is my burger, you know? I wanted all of that language froth all up in my mouth and in my belly to write and be brave enough at some point to share it with people publicly, which is a whole different kettle of fish, to be honest. But let me be honest with you. I've been 
scared as hell to even try. Why? Because life is scary. So over the years, I've invested a lot of cash, not on exploring how I could get closer to my writing dream, but rather on other trainings, like related to yoga stuff, for example. Side note, the yoga stuff was also one of those scary as hell, I can't do that things. But here we are, gratefully. And there's no regrets on this journey, by the way. All of the investment in yoga trainings and my own personal development has been super useful, but it's just interesting. Energy flows where attention goes and all that. And for me, it took just over three decades to really listen to the call, nay, the burning desire to write. And you know what? Despite all the time that's passed, that dream has never left or weakened. It's funny how that works, isn't it? Do you relate? So here's the bottom line that I hope will save you decades of life. If there's something you want to do in this world, we need you to do it. This is your friendly reminder. Imagine me as the voice of your guttural yearnings, that thing that you really want to do. But it scares you a little because you want it bad. Remember? You never forgot though, did you? And it's okay. If I can procrastinate for 33 years, I'm pretty sure you're going to be a-okay. Because it doesn't matter how long you put off your dreams, you can still make them real for real life and not pretend. If you're set on your mission and you know where you're going, you're listening to the call, then go ahead, love, do your thing, ignore this transmission. But if you're still out here listening and perhaps hearing your own guttural yearning, yet stuck as to how the hell you can make your burger happen, or you're overwhelmed at where to begin, I'm going to share some things that helped me along the way. And I hope they help you. Number one, break it down into bite-sized chunks. Okay, so there's the thing and there's where you are right now. And it's often easy to feel defeated before beginning something. But you're going to draw a map to get there. Don't worry, I've got you. There's a secret but not so secret technique that I have made in video format that I share in retreats and workshops and with my one-to-one clients and you can use it to first identify the things and then create tangible steps to get there. So you can get access to this secret not so secret video via the show notes and it's called the map of intentions okay so head to ifeelforyoupodcast.com to get your mitts on that I find it really useful to do this with everything but especially the stuff that feels impossible to tackle so I really hope that tool serves you cool yay and on that note allow me to remind you of a quote from one of our patron saints Tracy Ellis Ross She said, I'm learning every day to allow the space between where I am and where I want to be to inspire me and not terrify me. So your reminder is that your route doesn't have to look like anybody else's. Do you, boo? Number two, prioritise your stuff. Let's be real. I nearly didn't go on that writing retreat because it kind of made it real and real can feel scary sometimes, especially when imposter syndrome creeps. I thought of a hundred other things I could be doing instead, all work-related, all useful and all things that I actually wanted to do, but 
I realised I was actively seeking and finding excuses to get in the way of my passion. You have to prioritise your passion, even if it's only now and then. Nurture it and give it attention. So a reminder that you are important and your passions are important. Number three, keep it real. This thing you really want to do might not be your day job now, but who knows, perhaps one day it might be, or not, if you don't want it to be. Either way, be okay with not being perfect at the thing. Perhaps you have dreams of playing an instrument, or starting a business, or becoming a yoga teacher, or going on that life-changing trip, or treating yourself to something wonderful, or becoming a world-class meme dealer. By the way, do get in touch if that's the case, because memes save lives for real. We've all got to start somewhere. And your place right now is perfect. It's always going to be a journey, so appreciate it for what it is. Feel free to pin that or make it into an Instagram something or other. I don't know. Number four, practice your craft. I write every day. I don't say that to sound writery or wankery. I really hope that doesn't sound wankery, darling. I need to write every day because for me, it's one of those things that is necessary and healing and keeps me in flow. It helps to have momentum, though, as I miss the days that I skip. I feel them literally in my bones and experience them through being in a cranky mood. And I've been secretly writing on the download every day for years. And things felt really official in my secret, but not so secret writer status when I started doing Julia Cameron's morning pages every day around eight years ago or so. And if you've ever had a one-to-one creative coaching session with me, or if you've ever been to a workshop or retreat with me, you'll know all about morning pages. This ritual keeps me in my practice and focused even if for a little bit of secret indulgence. And of course, I have another present for you if you're interested. In fact, it's from Shettle because he wrote it, Finamam. It's a guide to morning pages, what they are and how to do them. So if you're interested, find them in the show notes. So practice is vital. And it's the same with my business. Since starting it in 2010, continuous studies have always been really important to me, not only because I'm a nerd for techie development thingies, is that their official name? But also because I hated the business studies modules I did during my degree eons ago. I don't know, there were just too many boxes. But anyway, I digress. And it's the same with my yoga studies and development. I can't necessarily afford to travel somewhere in the world to train on the regular, but there's a hell of a lot of books and articles and talks and online education, plus my own movement studies. Let's make that a hashtag, hashtag movement studies that I'm happy (laughs) to get stuck into. And I allocate time in the week to study each of these things in addition to the day-to-days because, well, I'm interested and I want to keep learning and growing. My practice has and always will be ever evolving. Even when I study or go to trainings, I'm always testing and exploring and having a critical approach, not as a hater, but more as a human. And I don't teach anything that I haven't tried or tested on myself. And I will always, always offer alternatives and make my teachings more of a conversation with other people. Because I'm interested in people exploring and connecting with something that works for them, not just learning a script to regurgitate if it doesn't resonate. 
It's a conversation, right? So all I do is share ingredients and recipes that I've explored that can be adjusted using a variety of seasoning. This analogy is going too far, isn't it? But connection is important to me and people feeling a connection to something. Resonance and meaning makes things more solid, I think, makes them more sustainable. And that's why I still love to teach. And that's why I think practicing your craft is so vital in trying to break down the fear and the distance between where you are and well, where you want to be. Practicing helps you to develop a relationship to the thing. It makes things more tangible. It builds a connection, right? That's what's going to help sustain you when you're doing the work to get on track. So on that note, number five, let yourself be open to whatever. Truly, expectation can ruin a vibe. Releasing the need to be attached to an outcome on your journey, taking the leap despite your fear, might feel daunting at first, but that's okay. You'll be okay. And you might end up hating the thing, and that's okay too. You can always drop it. Something else that tickles your fancy will surely surface. So let yourself be curious, explore with no pressure. And finally, number six, take the leap. Yeah, I know it's scary, but sometimes you just have to do the things that scare you. Literally put one foot in front of the other. And at risk of sounding like a Pinterest inspiration poster robot, here's the bottom line, part two. If there's something that you're interested in, especially if it's one of those dreams that makes your guts fizz with fear or pizzazz, you have to create time in your day to give it attention. Or else it will just sit in the wings begging for your attention and love. And it deserves your attention and love. Know what I mean? So I really hope that there was something useful for you there. And let me know how it goes on your journey, eh? And of course, I'd love to know what you think. Have you ever been in the situation where you've circled round to trying something you've put off for years? Or perhaps have you discovered a love for something new very randomly? How did you face your fears? What did you do? Get in touch. Use the hashtag I feel for you podcast on Twitter or Instagram and maybe tag me in your stories or your posts. I would love it so much. And if there's anything that has resonated or that might be useful for someone that you care about, maybe it's something that they're going through right now, please pass on this podcast and share the love. And if you fancy some yoga explorations, I've made some accompanying videos for you. I know, of course I have. So I'll link those for you in the show notes so that hopefully these practices can help break things down, babes. Tune up, use your attention to focus in and explore. Yeah, so head to ifeelforyoupodcast.com to get those. And finally, if you're looking for accountability and support on your own journey, I offer one-to-one sessions with humans who are interested in making stuff real. Clients come to me with all kinds of different needs and they receive support that is unique and individual and tailored to their needs. And I've worked with people who are, for example, starting a new business. Um, I've worked with new yoga teachers starting their 
teaching careers. I've worked with seasoned yoga teachers who want to reignite their flame. I've worked with filmmakers, musicians, artists, full-time parents who are looking to get back into a project, people starting off on their wellness journey and feeling a bit overwhelmed by it all and want less of the snootiness and more wholesome real talk. I've worked with people who are getting back into their yoga and movement practice. I've worked with folks who are in a day job but want to build their side hustle. I've worked with humans who are feeling a bit stuck in what they're doing and they know that there is something more for them. They're not sure what and how to figure it out. Everything is figure outable. So if it calls you at this time and it feels good and it's speaking to you right now, I'd love to serve and support you. Get in touch. Head to the show notes or directly to Dion.space and you'll find all of the coaching details. You can contact me via the form on the site and let's have a conversation and get you feeling more in flow with ease and hopefully joy. Take that fear. Ha! So that's it. Go journey, my friends. I'm sending you love always. Until next time. Thank you for listening.